Hello, everyone, and welcome to the College Parent Podcast. My name is Cody Klein, and I want to thank you for joining us. On today's episode, we have Beth Hendler-Grunt, who is the founder and president of Next Great Step. Next Great Step's sole focus is to guide college students and recent grads and help them to achieve career success. Ms. Hendler-Grunt has helped hundreds of college students and grads launch their career, 90% of which have landed the jobs they desire. Welcome, Beth, to the College Parent Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. We're pumped to have you here. Uh, first off, Beth, can you just go ahead and just tell us why Next Great Step? Um, how did you start it and why did you get into this industry? Sure, I'd be happy to. So I started Next Great Step seven years ago and really was after my experience in the corporate world. I had been in corporate consulting for about 10 years. And then prior to that, I was in the tech sector. And one of the things we always observed was that executives would say, I would love to hire a recent grad, but they would then decide not to. They say, well, but I'm not going to because they don't understand the scope of the problems that we have. And I don't have time to hold their hands. I don't have time to babysit. And I want them to understand what we have to do. So I'm going to pass and I'm going to get someone more experienced. And I'm also of the age that uh, my kids are in college and I had friends and say, I don't understand. My kids went to a great school. They have great grades. They had an internship and they cannot get a job. And what I started testing out was the same techniques that I would teach CEOs, which was how do you differentiate yourself? How do you have a strategy? How do you target very specific companies or people? And what if we use that same approach with young adults in a very simplified manner And that is how Next Great Step was born. So I'm not a career coach by trade. I'm actually a a corporate business executive who's hired hundreds of people also and consulted to those who hire. And I felt that there was something missing that, as I say, you know, we bridge the gap from college to the real world. It's helping young adults understand what the working world is expecting of them and how they can successfully launch into that world. No, that's awesome. And that's exactly what a lot of our listeners are desiring. They're wanting to help their students just be ready for those next stages. Uh, You have a new book coming out. It's called The Next Great Step, Parent's Guide to Launching Your New Grad into a Career. Can you give us a little synopsis about that and what all that entails? Sure, absolutely. So I decided to write the book because I have spoken with hundreds of parents and many who are very well-educated, have great careers themselves, but they are not sure how to guide their young adult in this process. And also having a young young adult, I have a son who graduated last year. I have another son who's a college sophomore. They don't always want to hear from us, or they tell us that we don't know and that whatever we're telling them is the wrong thing. So I thought it was a, a, a time to really provide a resource to get it into the hands of parents to help them understand really two parts. And that's what the book addresses. The first part is about what parents actually expect to happen with their young adult in college, what they think is going to happen and how they expect them to launch and what they're hoping to have, what your student is actually thinking and feeling through the process and how they interpret it. And then what employers are actually expecting of young adults when they interview them. The second part actually lays out our really simple step-by-step process that you as a parent can guide them through. If they're, if they're so willing to take some of your advice, we're actually sharing with you our proprietary process of how to really simplify it for them and make them feel confident that they know exactly how to go about it and achieve that same success. 
That's awesome. I know everyone asks us this of like why the college parent podcast and you have that same sort of audience within this book of can you just give us the reason why you're focusing on parents instead of the students who are the ones actually going through this transitionary phase? Yeah, absolutely. So I focused on the parents because I feel that there hasn't been a resource geared to them. There's a lot of resources out there, always to the job seeker, you know, go do this or go watch this YouTube video. And I don't always think it depends. You know, some students will adhere to the advice. Some will just hope for it. And it's funny, I've spoken with a lot of other people in the career coaching space, even a lot of universities. And I spoke to recently the head of this, I think this gives the answer, a head of a uh, career services for a very large university. And he says, I'll hold a forum on how to land the job and I'll get a trickle of kids who come in and I'll do one for parents and like hundreds of parents show up because if they have helped to make the investment or taken out debt to help make this very significant investment in college, they absolutely understand wanting to see the return and may have a little bit more (laughs) urgency than maybe sometimes their kids do. So that's why I focus on the parents right now. I think they're a very willing, receptive audience. I also talk about, you know, there's no playground. Like when we were younger and my kids went to elementary school, it's very hard. It can feel very isolating and lonely when you feel like, wow, my kid is not launching. I feel like they're the only one. I don't know what to do. I'm kind of embarrassed. I don't really want to talk about it. So I want to normalize it and make people feel that you're not alone, that there is a there, you know, all those feelings you have are legitimate and there's actually a way out of it. And that's why I focused on parents. That's the same reason why the college parent podcast exists as well, because there is those parents that feel they want to support their child the best way they can and just don't have the resources or even just the relevant up-to-date knowledge to do so. So within that vein, what are some ways that maybe this is referencing your book or just from your own experience, what are ways that parents can help prep their grad for the future job search? So it's funny, I just wrote a blog about this as well. I think one of the things we need to do is we first just need to take like a deep breath and like accept our child and our young adult for who they are. And that it may not be what we want them to do. Um, They may not even pursue what they studied, which has come to mind as a hard pill to swallow because there's a lot of investment in the four years or plus that just went into paying for college, taking out loans. And I think we need to give them a chance to kind of talk to us and say, you know, really like, what are you thinking? Tell me what's on your mind about this process. What do you see for yourself? Very often the answer could be, I don't know. I don't know what to do. or I don't know how to do it. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of anxiety. Um, You have, especially this class that's coming out is had dealt with a majority of their schooling in COVID. So that's another whole dimension. I mean, we had issues prior to that, the pandemic, um, I think it's a really take a moment to listen to what your young adult has to say. And the other advice to parents is, you know, sometimes it's well-intentioned to say, well, just go apply online and you got to do more, like more is better. Do 50, do hundred, do 200 applications. And I want to tell you that more is not better, that it's quality over quantity and Helping your young adult to get there is some some very simple things. One is you want to help them understand what are their skills? What are the top three things that they feel that they're really great at? And a skill 
I mean, such as, are you analytical? Are you a great writer? Are you a problem solver? Saying you're hardworking or you're responsible, those are more of attributes. Those are how you do the skill, but it's helping them to pull out of them. Sometimes they don't know. And we as parents can be very good observers to say, wow, I see that you've done this. You're amazing with kids or you're great at like customer service or you're great at sales. So help them figure out what are the, the skills and I get it down to three. What are the three core skills? And then use that as a launching pad to say, well, if those are the skills that you have. Let's figure out what are the kinds of companies and jobs that need those skills, as opposed to only relying on who's posting something on a job board. I really encourage parents to help their young adult take control of the process, make them feel like you get to pick. You actually get to do some research and see, oh, I see these companies. I want to learn more about them and just kind of help them start. I mean, there's more to the process, but that's a good way to start of just listening, helping them get clear on their skills and helping them start to target, as I say, you know, 10 companies and 10 people who might be doing the job that you want. Yeah, that's awesome. I think especially it's that empowerment process of you want your child to see themselves for the person that they actually are and the giftings that they have, because oftentimes they get so muddled up in the comparison game, especially in the social Mm. media age that we live in, that they aren't able to truly see themselves and the gifts that they have. Um, And just going off of that, you mentioned three core skills and what kind of companies might embody those skills, but are there any other sort of next steps or practical things that these grads can be thinking during the college experience of maybe it's on day one of freshman year, parents like, okay, these are the things my child should be thinking about through the college experience to get to that point on graduation day to be confident once they move on into the career search? Absolutely. I think one of the biggest comments that a lot of parents say to me is that I wish I had helped them start this process sooner. I wish I knew that they should have done more starting as a freshman. You know, there's so much energy put into getting into college collectively as families. And I understand that firsthand, that there's this feeling of like, great, we did, you know, you did it, we did it you're in school, like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to let the school take it from here. And I'm going to throw out my hands and be like, enjoy and, you know, enjoy the process, which is true. And it's a big adjustment. And there's a lot just with going to transition from high school to college. But I think there's some really simple things that students can do starting as a freshman that can significantly impact their success and the success rate of getting an internship and a good job when they graduate. One of the simplest things to do is encourage your student to start with a very basic resume. And that's okay if you take all the summary information that you use for the Common App or to get into college and you just start to put it in a resume format, even if it's all from high school, just start the process. So you have like this clean foundation of I have a resume and it's going to evolve. And then the other big thing is just get involved. doesn't matter if it's for fun, a club, a sport, do something on campus that allows them to start testing the waters uh, outside the classroom of what do I like? Maybe I want to take on a leadership role. Maybe I want to work in a team. Maybe I want to do something volunteer, just something to help start building the resume. So they have some experiences, but it also helps them to figure out what they like and don't like. And then the other thing, which sometimes people will roll their eyes at me, but I'm telling you to try it is that freshmen should go to the career fair. And they say, well, why would a freshman go to the career fair? They just need to settle in. They don't even know what to study yet. Maybe they don't even have their major set. 
And the number one reason why you go to the career fair as a freshman is because you get to practice when it doesn't really count the same way it counts as a junior or senior and that you're not quite so overwhelmed. So yes, practice putting on a suit and practice talking to someone and introducing yourself and asking them questions and following up with a thank you note, you know, all these pieces, uh, because when it comes time to when it really matters, you will have had the experience and it won't feel quite so overwhelming. And you might actually forge some relationships. Employers love to see the same kids come back year after year. They like to get to know them over time. So that's a piece of advice that I wish more freshmen would follow. I know it's in the past few years, it's been, even if it's virtual, in person, whichever it is, um, just try it. Just try it. Yeah, there's so many things that just a little bit of intentionality through the college experience can just set your student up for success throughout their entire career. And especially that, that relationship aspect of, I mean, the world we live in is just, we make connections through networking. And if you're networking throughout your entire time through college, you're more likely to get those jobs with those people that you've built those relationships with. So kind of going off of that, what are those insider secrets to getting hired from the employer side? What what are companies truly looking for now post-pandemic or just in general? So the market now for young adults coming into the job market is good. But what employers are looking for, they want to see the ability to communicate. They want to see that you're adaptable. And it's okay that you didn't have an internship. Sometimes students say, well, I didn't have an internship or not a good one. That's okay. It doesn't matter about, it's more about, can you talk about what you've done and how it made an impact? Even if it was in a group project, a presentation, a volunteer working on campus. I mean, that is your goal is to be a student. It's just putting that together. You Students have more to offer than they realize, and employers want to hear that. But the networking, as you mentioned earlier, is so key because let's just remember this. People hire people, not a tracking system, not an online job board, not an, you know, not the AI that's going to read all your keywords. It's a people hire people. And employers love to hire people that they have know, that they know or have met. And there's no better connection than also with fellow alumni, right? Who doesn't love to talk to a student who went to the same school some years ago and you can reminisce? So I really encourage students to reach out to alumni who are in the roles, in the jobs, or in the companies that they want to learn more about or that they want to pursue. And as an employer, the process is not fun. (laughs) They don't want to sort through hundreds of resumes, but if someone came to them and said, I know this candidate, or they recall like, wow, um, Joe Smith from this school reached out to me. And I was so impressed with that conversation. I'm just going to call them because I have an opening and they might be a good fit. That's really the hidden job market is that a majority of jobs, 80% of jobs come via referral, not online. They come by people that have referred or you've made the connection because you want to make that easy. No hiring manager wants to go through the process of sorting through hundreds of resumes and applicants that they don't know. They'd love to find someone that they've met and connected with. And I think the more students can network, and I know they're afraid, they don't know how to do it. They're intimidated. I get get all that. But there's, again, simple things, simple tips of just reaching out, starting with a message on LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn as a template or you can your own school portal. 
just saying, you know, like you, I went to the same school. I had a similar major and I noticed you're doing this and I'd like to learn more. You don't have to say I need a job or I need, just be curious. And would you spend 10, 15 minutes speaking with me? Majority of people are going to say yes, especially for a fellow alum, I find. Um, And then the conversation is, again, asking questions, being able to talk about yourself of what you've done on campus or, you know, what skills you have. And does that person have advice? Can they refer you to the hiring manager or someone else who's hiring? It's amazing how people get hired this way every single day. And they didn't put anything on a, they didn't submit anything on a job board. So that's kind of like the the secret, I think, that people don't realize that people, employers want you to connect with them and they want to forge that relationship so they can have you as a candidate potentially for a job. That's awesome. And I think that'll be really great information for parents to just even take to their students. But kind of in that regard, how do how can parents approach this conversation with their students? Because you might have some of those parent-student relationships where they just kind of roll their eyes and say, okay, mom, whatever. Like, how do you, how can a parent <laughs> approach those conversations and actually have their student listen to them? Are you like referring to my own kids who roll their eyes even at me as, as the expert? Can you imagine you have your mother who gives opinion, but then it's like the career coaching expert. Yeah. I wasn't trying to call you out on that though. <laughs> Oh gosh. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much, you know, it's, it's not easy. I think kind of what I said earlier is that we need to just take a moment. And I know, again, I'm guilty of it. Like we need to like stop and listen for a minute. I think we're so focused on like, go do this and go do that and go call this person and go apply to this. And we're feeding them, you know, applications or online jobs. I think we need to stop for a moment and just ask and say, just tell me, what you're feeling right now, where's your head at, what are you thinking about and give them permission to say, you know, I, it's okay. Although not everyone may say you feel this way. It's okay. If you're thinking about something that was not related to your major or was not what we all thought you were going to do, what's on your mind right now. And also what do you feel is holding you back? And I think having just that open, willing conversation to hear it. I think the other thing that we can't dismiss is that there's a lot of mental health challenges going on in our young adults. And sometimes what we perceive as parents as laziness and procrastination could actually be anxiety, depression. I'm not a doctor, but it's just so prevalent that we need to really take a moment to make sure that our kids are okay, number one, before we start like in on them about the job, but assuming things are okay. And I think we need to listen. And I think we need to ask them like, well, what do you think you need? How do you think you're going to go about this process? And sometimes they might ask for help. Sometimes they might say, I need a little time. I need to work through it myself. You know, we provide coaching and all the first thing I'll ask the parent, I'll say is one, does your child know you're calling? And two, do you think they're open to having coaching. And if the answer is no, they don't know who I'm calling, which is okay. That happens, but no, they want to work through it themselves. I'm like, then that's okay. Then the timing is not right for someone else to coach them. They have to want it. And that's the hard part. I think for us as parents is they have to come to their uh, decision of when they're ready to commit to the process and really hear them out and be able to guide them through helping understand their skills, you know, giving ideas of where you see them 
having some real talents that maybe they haven't seen for themselves. And then maybe some ideas of like, well, maybe these are the types of places that could use these talents. I'm all about also introductions. I just want to make a moment about parents always want to like refer to, I have a friend, I have a friend, let me go talk, you talk to my friend. And I'm all for introductions, referrals when they are ready. I hear so many stories of a parent calling say, well, I introduced my son to the vice president of this company and nothing happened or, or he just blew it. He blew it because they weren't ready. They, they weren't ready for the conversation. Maybe they didn't even really want the job, you know, part of on their, the kids too. Sometimes they're too casual. They think mom and dad will take care of it. But when it comes to business and money, it's just, no one's going to hire your kid if they don't really think they're qualified. So I think, you know, sometimes we as parents too misjudge uh, the market a little bit or what a friend would, would do. So kind of some patience and some listening and then kind of, and then grab the book and it'll tell you how to do it. (laughs) Patience and listening. Yep. Uh, We all need that in terms of our just social situations and being able to just hear each other um, is much needed. So as we wrap up this episode, Beth, if there is one thing that parents can walk away from this episode with, what is that one message you want to leave them with? The one message is you're not alone that this is happening no matter how many people you think or all your friends, kids have jobs or everyone tries to make it look perfect on social media. This is hard. Um, Not everybody has it figured out. Everyone figures it out at different times. Everyone's on a different schedule. Don't compare your kid to your friend's kid to your other siblings or other children. You got to give them a little time to figure it out and let them do that exploration, but encourage them to talk to people like no matter how much you research something online or you think, you know, until you speak to someone who actually does that job, then you'll know better. So I think, you know, a little patience um, and really being willing to reach out and put yourself out there because that's how people get hired. Awesome. Thank you so much, Beth. Uh, If people want to find more resources, where can they find you? Sure, absolutely. They can go to our website, nextgreatstep.com. And if you click on the resources piece, we have a lot of free resources to uh, offer you resume tips, how to prepare for interviews. So click on that. Happy to provide that to your audience, as well as anyone's interested in a complimentary consultation. We welcome that as well. And you can schedule that right on the website. Awesome. And I saw that your book releases soon. It is. So, yep. So get on the list to get notified when it's, when it's released. And the title of that book is the next great step, the parent's guide to launching your new grad into a career. So just sign up for the notification to get that when it releases. As we wrap up this episode, we want to thank Beth for taking the time to be a guest on our show. If you want to learn more, check out our other college parent podcast episodes on Apple podcast or Spotify. Have a great day and see you next time.